Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark. That voice you just heard was Miles. And hello. of course, we are joined by Jackie. Hey. Hey, hello. Uh, and this is a podcast that focuses on the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure 2012 anime by David Production. Uh, but right now, we're not talking about JoJo because, yes, it's still going. The next season, next arc is coming out December of this year, the year of our Lord 2021. But uh, we've actually already covered everything up till then. And if you want to hear us talk about JoJo specifically, you can go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod. The order is weird. We did, we started with part four, and then I think we did the OVAs, and then I think we did arcs one, two, three. And we've covered it all. We've even covered the correct order. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'd agree with that, but it's maybe morally (laughs) correct. (laughs) Maybe it was the right thing to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, And we've also covered live action JoJo stuff. Just everything except the manga, basically, is what we're trying to say. And so these days, while we're in this this in-between, this limbo, no, this purgatory, I have been enjoying this. But we've been watching other anime shows uh, that may or may not have anything to do with JoJo's. And sometimes movies. And sometimes even anime movies uh, recommended by our listeners, uh, picked from our unconscious minds, or sponsored by our Patreon supporters. And so this week's episode is going to be about the very recent anime Odd Taxi. Is it very recent? It's very recent. It uh, is spring 2021, so it started in April, mm. and it wrapped up uh, at the end of June. But... We can talk more about Odd Taxi in a little bit because the first thing we have to do is step inside for a ride in our talk taxi. That's Good. pod pod taxi. Uh okay. Okay. You know, and our listeners step into the taxi and we talk to them. I guess, but this whole thing's a podcast. Yeah. This one section where we talk to listeners. No, so this is the pod taxi, and then once we reach our destination, then we, we're just the podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is Odd Taxi Cab Confessions on HBO, late at night. Uh, I'm sorry, this is where we read emails sent to us, and we are at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be a part of anime history. I'm not sure how you do that, but if you want to be on our podcast, you just write to that address. What's the address? Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Thanks. This email is from JJ. I'm a JJ too. That's cool. Um, subject line is merch. Hello, JJB Pod. Uh, I found another JJ. <laughs> uh, oh, like J- us. JJ's everywhere. Uh, I finally decided to write an email to you guys since you got none last week. Not even by Chad. Yeah, pity emails. Hi, Chad. You're awesome. That's what that's what this email says. Please do not talk to other listeners <laughs> through our email section. I was wondering if you guys ever thought about selling merch at all. If so, what would some of it be? Goodbye for now, JJ. 
P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Yay! It's a it's a classic classic sign off. It is a very classic sign off. Maybe that's what our merch should say. <laughs> just just a line from a Jodeci song. That line, and then like I don't yeah. know. Uh, P.S. I'm horny. Like some uh, maybe it would be some- like NJ Transit route maps. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought of, you know, when we first started, Miles was all about the, is that a reference to a uh, joke mm-hmm. or meme? Would and be- I, th- I think a t-shirt of just that and like a Polaroid of Miles yeah, with no like JoJo, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, JoJo's Bizarre Podcast logos anywhere. I think we should just have a shirt that says, P.S. I'm horny. That would be good too. I think we'd have to profit share with Jay who yeah. thought an email said that way back when. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to split any profits. <laughs> just for us yeah that's true um well the thing is is I, we've never seriously entertained merch because i don't think we're big enough to justify like a run of stuff i know that there's like some you know by demand yeah you could do a thing stuff you but. could do a thing where like there's a there's a design and then if enough people like say that they would buy it then you order the shirts you know what i mean because it's like oh, okay. not co- it's not cost effective to like you know order them one by one you know, like, okay, we got like five people buying a shirt. So let's buy five shirts. You know, it's like it, it it's it's better if you're like, okay, um, you know, it's cheap. It's it's you get a good price if you can get at least whatever, 30 people to buy a shirt. And then we need, you know, to actually get that amount of people. Uh, okay. I, I thought there was a thing that was... uh where like you could just do it that if one person wants it, then like this website just makes it for you, like Redbubble or something. But maybe, oh, that's maybe I'm true. Wrong. That's I don't know. true. You could do that. Yeah, we could we could put a shirt on on Redbubble or whatever. Yeah, but then we got to figure out how to design something. We're not important, and guys, like get all your friends to listen well, to us, and then well, we'll be important enough well, to I have a, to have merch. If we could do something where it doesn't cost us anything up front, then maybe a pin. Then a they p- would we would get more listeners if people wore the shirt out in public or a sticker. You know? Yeah. I would wear a JJB Pods shirt. Yeah. And then, and then you could Don't you say... Don't you think it would have to be, like, gayer, though? Wouldn't it have to be, like, an ascot or... I don't know. Mm, something fashionable, maybe. Oh, wow. I like, was going like a direction. Like, just, like, a fishnet... Uh, <laughs> oh, like something. a tank top that, yeah. had, that, that shouldn't stay together? Just, like, a... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, like, Part like, of me was it's thinking like, of a It's a, a shirt, basketball. but it has like a boob hole in it. Like there's a big, there's just like a big yeah, cutout. It's a t-shirt yeah. with a keyhole. Yeah, but it's a, it has to be like a, a men's or, or unisex. Like it has to okay. be like, no, uh, what is it called? What not, do they call it? tailored. What do they call it when they don't gender the shirts now? They're, I know that it's fitted for what was formerly called women is, is, Crew? is fitted. But I think for men, it's just like straight uh, cut or something. I think it's a loose boy. Yeah, it's a loose boy. <laughs> I think no, it can't it be gendered, Mark. <laughs> Just Lucy. A loose friend. Just a Lucy Goosey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Relaxed cut, maybe? Cut, something cut something so. like that. What's cut so? Is that, or is that fitted? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Anyway. Someone design merch for us. Yeah. <laughs> if someone cool. designs it, it and like, P.S., like someone who's a designer <laughs> and not just like somebody uh, designs something, then yeah, maybe we'll make that happen. But uh I don't know. Otherwise, I think like a basketball jersey with like instead of a name, it says something stupid that we say on it. I don't know what it would be though. Mm-hmm. Maybe the name could be like Sim Horny. Like it's just P S I M H O R N Y. Like that's the last name. Mm. So people might look at it and be like, "What does that?" No, I don't know. It's probably just someone's name. 
you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. I'm just spitballing here, you know? All right, next email. This email is from Chad. And the subject line is, I am the walrus. The walrus cab driver. Cuckoo kachoo. Miles, did I get mm. that melody right? I don't even know. No. Can you do it? It goes, I am the walrus. The walrus cab driver. Cuckoo kachoo. I, I, I thought I did that, but whatever. <laughs> Aloha, JJB pod ohana. Over the last four weeks, you all have traded the disturbingly divisive pseudo-realistic style of Akunohana for the modern post-moe anime art style of Kaguya-sama Love is War back to Akunohana and now shifting to the everyday surrealism of Odd Taxi. And normies still think that anime is just cartoon porn. I have a pet theory for Odd Taxi that everyone is human and isn't actually the animal they look like, but it's all just Otokawa's perception of them due to his past trauma. This is based solely on the fact that, if I remember correctly, Otokawa is the only person that ever refers to a person's species, at least within the episodes I've watched. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, here are the JoJo voice connections I found. Hajime Tanaka, the black furred puma that drops and breaks his phone when Otokawa almost runs him over in episode 3, shares his voice actor with part 5's Dopio Vinegar. Dobu, the menacing baboon Yakuza, shares his voice with part 4's criminal-turned-landmark <laughs> Angelo Katagiri, <laughs> Eiji Kakihana, Otokawa's white gibbon friend that fudges his, his income info on a dating app, is voiced by the legendary Kappe Yamaguchi, who has voiced numerous long-running and significant TV, OVA, and movie roles, including two JoJo roles, the Part 3 Enemy Stand user Forever, also a primate, and Part 4 Tragic Joe Bro Shigechi. Since the hosts are more familiar with New York City, a city arguably known for taxis, do any of you have a memorable story about a particular cab ride? Well, here's hoping the next time any of the hosts or listeners hop in a cab or rideshare that it's a pleasant and efficient experience. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. If there's one thing I've learned while voluntarily researching anime voice actors, it's that just about every working voice actor has either been a voice in Detective Conan, case closed, or more surprisingly, Haikyuu. I guess if anyone wants to play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but for anime seiyuu, those two titles will be clutch. That's interesting. I guess, yeah, you could just fake it if you don't know, like, a voice connection. You're just like, they were in Detective Conan, mm. probably. And then pick your, whatever actor you actually do know is in it. Do you guys have any memorable cab stories from New York City? Uh, not from... New York. When we were in St. Louis, for some reason, all of our like Lyft drivers were very talkative. And mm. there was this one lady who, I guess, had just like not gotten very many places in the world, and she was like very excited about her vacation to Ohio. And I remember mm. thinking, like, what the fuck is in Ohio? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that is interesting. I guess if you're from Missouri, though, yeah, even then, I don't know. I don't know what what the fuck is in Ohio. I don't know. Ohio. This listeners. makes me feel like a big like coastal elite. Yeah, snob. yeah, and we are we are those assholes. <laughs> but True. I get it. Ohio <laughs> listeners write in and tell us. I think we've done this. We've talked to Ohio people before, and I think they were kind of like, "Yeah, there's nothing." Mm. I don't. Uh-huh. So they might have to, you know, spruce up the state for this person's visit. Cleveland is a place. Cleveland is a place. There's stuff there. Absolutely. Right? It's a city. It's got stuff. Okay. Is is Cooperstown, Ohio? I don't know. Miles? I think it is. Okay. Maybe she's a big baseball head. 
at baseball hall of fame yeah have mm. i been there <laughs> i don't have you i, I think know. you'd remember if you were at the baseball hall of fame i went, I went more fan. places when i was younger but i don't i don't always remember them very well did a lot of drinking when i was seven <laughs> uh jackie do you have any memorable cab driver stories not really not really i mean i've taken plenty of cabs but i mean and also ubers but like that's different but uh i don't know i don't really okay i have one i just black it black it all out oh no I think I remember I had one like bad Uber experience. I don't really remember it that well because again, I I blocked it out. I don't I don't like to dwell on bad experiences. But I think it was like, I think it was like a weird thing where like the guy kept wanting to talk to me about Christianity. Oh no! And it was awkward. Um. Yeah, I had a one pleasant experience. Was I took a cab. In Spain, I think this is what when I when my sister and I took a trip to Spain and we took a cab. Spain and the oh, actually no, no, a different one. When we were in Portugal, um, for like one day, like because our plane got like stuck, like we missed our flight, and so we had to stay overnight in Portugal. The we took a a cab, um, from our hotel that the airport like arranged for us. We took a cab from the hotel to the city just so we can like spend a couple hours like walking around like the the center city of uh, lisbon and the cab driver Love lisbon the, the ca- we were only there for like a couple hours have you been to lisbon miles yeah okay we were only there for a couple hours but the cab driver was like really like talking to us like really trying to sell us on portugal and he's like you gotta come back and you gotta go over here he's like don't 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 go to the city like go to the countryside and you'll see like you know, the over whatever. And he was just telling us a bunch of stuff that I do not remember. <laughs> he said that they have castles. Like, that sounds cool. But he was yeah. like, he's like, you really got to come. So you remember his enthusiasm. Yes. And stuff. But you don't remember exactly what it, he said. He was convincing. I want to, I do want to check out Portugal for real, but have not made plans. It's not like, it's still not super high on my list, but before yeah, it I wasn't. Don't, I don't remember you ever mentioning Portugal. But before Portugal. it wasn't, it wasn't really on my list at all. And now it's like. It's on the list, just like further down. It's an honorable mention. Yeah. It, that's not quite in well, the then, top 10. I'll, I'll get there eventually. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I highly recommend it. Lisbon is super fun and cheap and all the food is good. Oh. Nice. Okay. Uh, Jackie, do you remember years ago when we met up at the Ziegfeld Theater to watch The Princess and the Frog? Yes. Yeah, we went to this really cool old theater to see the premiere of Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie. That came out. I don't remember how many years ago. In Philadelphia, where when we were in Philadelphia, right? Or no, were we? In but New we York? saw it in New York City. We saw it in New York. Okay. And I don't know how I got into New York or whatever, but I took a taxi there to meet you. And the driver was an Israeli immigrant guy, and we just were talking. And I told him that I was in film, and that I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to start making movies," or I don't know whatever like thing I would say back then. Mm-hmm. And he told me like, "Oh yeah, my brother came here first. He's a painter actually, and he's doing pretty well." And, uh, well, this feels bad, but I, I feel like I asked him what he wanted to do and I don't remember what he said. Mm. I think he wasn't an artsy guy, but, uh, the thing that's like so weird and it sounds corny, but this happened was that I got out of the cab and I walked around to pay, which is a weird thing to do, but I hadn't really taken many cabs there. Mm. And I was just like, how much do I owe you? And he, we were talking about art in the cab and stuff. And he said, fuck it, go make art. And he drove away without letting me pay. Oh, yeah. 
How nice. And then I watched The Princess and the Frog with you. And we <laughs> met all the Disney princesses. It was an oh, eventful yeah, that was, evening. That was nice. There were there were princesses there. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, a, ta- a New York cab driver was like, don't worry about it. I, maybe I told him I was Jewish at some point. Maybe he was like, oh, okay. Mm. One of the, a member of the <laughs> same tribe. of us. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. That's if I'm being cynical. I'll throw that in there. But yeah, that is a memorable story. Which is why I could believe in in Odd Taxi when he was like, fine, I'll just take you there to that kid who only mm-hmm. had 2,000 yen. I've had those kinds of stories with bus drivers, I think. Oh, that's nice. Where like I didn't have enough change, but he was like, eh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. If you do that enough at places, you'll, you'll get a decent hit rate of people being like, fuck it, just go ahead. Well, I think for me too, like like I would take the bus every day and it would always be the same bus driver, so they knew me. Yeah, so like yeah, okay. if I like for whatever re- like oh i lost my bus pass they were like it's fine just like get on i know you have a bus pass you use it every day <laughs> there you go uh jackie would you like to read the next email i haven't read one. Oh, miles would you like to read the next email nah no read it you should read it <laughs> uh this email is from will the subject line is can you say bruce springsteen three times fast will says hello there jjb pod crew i hope you're all well Apologies for not writing in for a while, but grad school and life has just got quite busy. No need to apologize. The past few conversations about Kaguya-sama and Akunohana were great. It's a pretty fun contrast between how high school relationships can go. Mm. I'm glad you guys are watching Odd Taxi this week. This is another show that I really got into a few months back. The story and characters really just had such a charm to it. As each passing episode, you peel back a little more of the world and you get insights into the characters. Just a fun mystery with a lot of humor, too. I know the anthropomorphized animal designs might not be everyone's thing, but I thought all the characters had really unique ugh, looks. And a lot of them <laughs> added a lot of personality. Unique. And uh, unique is a, is a binary. Uh, something can't be really unique. It's either unique or not unique. Anyway, Thanks, I've Miles. heard people compare the show... To an animated Tarantino movie, which I can't really say either way, since my Tarantino film knowledge is lacking. That's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, but it made me wonder, what's a live-action movie that you guys would think would make for a fun anime-slash-animated version? Thanks for the fun episodes, as always. Best regards, Will. Thanks, Will. Hmm. Also, Miles, can you say Bruce Springsteen three times fast? Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen. Okay, that's pretty good. I don't think you really messed up. Uh, I'll talk about this later, but I watched the We Are the World video to identify the MVP. I have oh, I have the wiki page open. We, we did not that? watch it, but I, I have the Wikipedia page open. How long is that song? How can you identify the MVP without listening to them sing? You have to listen to well, them I, sing. I don't know if we can identify the MVP. How long is the song? Okay, It's probably long. It's 40 minutes long. Stop it. No, it's not. It's 45 minutes long. No, it's not. Are you serious? It's 46 minutes long. Okay, you keep adding numbers. I don't believe you. <laughs> the longer we talk, the the longer <laughs> the song becomes. We are, The future affects the past. It's seven minutes long. They're still singing it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop. They keep adding names to this list. This is the song that never No. They won't stop singing unless you give money to Africa. Uh, well, Miles, uh, who... Should we wait till we get to there in the episode, or do you want to talk about who you think the MVP is? We can wait. Okay. Um, I want to have an opinion. I want to watch this. Maybe during the break. During the break, we'll watch. I'll watch it. All right. Okay. okay. That's what I'll, we'll do. 
and as far as questions in this email go, though, what what is a live action movie that would, that would be good animated? I think I usually, I mean, the advantages to anime or animation is that it could be TV, so it's like longer, I guess, or uh, that you don't have to worry about effects looking shitty. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's a movie that I like but had shitty effects. Mm. Often, I think movies that have crappy effects I don't like anyway for other reasons uh i'm trying to think i feel like i just i enjoy live action a lot you know but but there are times when i feel like oh yeah this 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 work is particularly best when it's animated it has to be a movie Uh, we can't pick a show uh i guess i don't know what they wrote the question is about a movie so i guess we could have said the matrix but they did that they did do that and those effects look pretty good um hmm I don't know. The, a Mulholland Drive anime might be fun, you know, just to Oof. see see how weird the you know sort of like dreamlike surrealism of David Lynch would translate to uh, anime. That'd be fun. I'm just looking at an old list of my some of my favorite movies, yeah, especially um, if everyone was Moe. So Chad in the last email said said uh, Kaguya-sama was post Moe. What does that mean, post Moe? Like, I guess, either in terms of character design, like the way they look, or that girls aren't as, oh, I want to protect her in terms of character design anymore. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. It, maybe the Blade movies with Wes Snipes. Those would those would transition well. I'm going to say The Fly. The Fly? Oh, that'd be cool. I would like that. Considering they already did two versions of it, you know, pretty far mm, More apart. than two. Really? Well, they did sequels. I know. Uh, definitely sequel. Yeah, maybe it's just two then, because there's like a '60s version and then there's the '80s version. Yeah, I've never seen the '60s one. I've it's, seen clips from it. That's the first one I saw, and I was little when I saw it. It yeah. like really like affected me, and I think like my brain just invented additional scenes that never because then like I went back and I watched the like original Fly movie. It's based on a book, I believe. Help me. And like, Help and then me. the fly two, I think it's called like son of the fly or something. <laughs> son of a fly. <laughs> and I think there might even be a third one. I don't know. But I went back and I watched them and like, it was like scarier. Like what I remember as a kid was scarier, but it wasn't in the movie. So I don't know. Uh, the original the fly, by the way, was 1958. And yeah. the sequels were return of the fly. And then much later, well, seven years later, Curse of the Fly. Is son, then what's Son of the Fly? Is that in the 80s then? Maybe. Let me take a look. Anyway, I think the fly would be a good anime. Okay. Uh, no, it's just called The Fly 2, but it is the, about the son mm, okay. of that uh, of the character from The Fly. So maybe you just invented it. Maybe you were selling it to a friend mm. and you just gave it a subtitle. Son of the Fly. Uh, okay, I think we did great with that email. Psycho could, yeah, we be crushed a, it. could be an anime. Psycho as an anime? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. The James Bond movies? Mm, yeah. Like well, from well, the 90s especially with work. those crappy special effects? Yeah. Well, when we say animated though, I guess it depends on... Because like for me, I feel like I'd want it to have a Japanese voice cast and be directed by like an anime studio from Japan. Not just be animated. Uh, the Annihilation, that movie could be a good anime. I would like yeah. that. I would like that. That'd be good. Those effects were good, but yeah, I think they'd be 
even more convincing, especially like the big atmospheric stuff. What about Blade Runner? Blade Runner could, yeah, I'm sure like some there of the, should be a Blade Runner anime. I'm sure like even the more sci-fi anime shows probably took a lot of influence from there anyway. Oh, you know, Donnie Ghost Darko. Ghost in the Shell, for instance. Donnie Darko could be like a, a Death Note-like anime, I feel like. Maybe. I feel like it would have that kind of dark teen angsty vibe to it. You can make it a show where the time where it keeps looping. Yeah. I want to rewatch that movie. It's been a really long time. It's uh, it's kind of dumb, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I might rewatch it with you. Yeah, I might. That's a movie that when I saw it, I was like, "This is the greatest movie I've ever seen." It's a, it's a when you're a teenager, it's a fun movie. I showed it to everybody. I watched it five times within the span of one week. Oh my god! And then like after that week, I was like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> this movie's not good. Like I was like sick of it. Yeah. And then I later was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. That movie was trying a lot of things. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe by now I'll be like, you know, I'll appreciate it. Or at least the nostalgia will hold me, mm-hmm. you know, hold my attention. Yeah. Um, and it's got an amazing soundtrack, too. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Some I think there were some songs there that I I don't even know that I still listen to. Oh, Echo the, and the Bunny the, Man. The, the Mad World ending was really good. The, the, the piano the version? The cover. Yeah. yeah Gary Jules. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The Tears for Fears one is, is great too. Yeah. And they used uh, Head Over Heels by Tears for Fears mm-hmm. when they get out of Ugh, the bus. That's a crusher of a song. Yes. Uh, the Church, that song's fantastic. Echo and the Bunny Men's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, do they use a Smithereen song or am I inventing that just because it's similar? I don't know. The whole soundtrack for Donnie Darko is great. Donnie Darko son. Could be an anime. There you go. Could be an anime. I've already... Look, look the pitch that I just did <laughs> by naming other people on the soundtrack and saying it in a bad Japanese accent. <laughs> it's already sold. Good stuff. All right. And our last email is from Patreon showing that someone just subbed to us at a one pound level. Hell yeah. A pound. Mm-hmm. Is that not Euro? That's a pound from it's across pound. the pond. Yeah. The Brits don't use the Euro. Mm. They don't want Jolly that. old England. You're doing great. Um, so yeah, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We may now step out of the pod taxi, but we're not yet ready to ride the odd taxi. We should talk about Patreon, the taxi. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support us, and it helps us out a lot. And the Patreon feed um, has extra content for you pretty much every week. It varies. Uh, but it's only a dollar a month, not a dollar a week, a dollar a month. That's nothing. You could just sign up and then create a filter where any thank you for your purchase receipts about us just go in the trash and you don't have to think about it. You're not going to miss a dollar a month, but we also have a $3 Patreon tier and that's important, uh, because it's almost exactly the same, but we will say thank you out loud to you on air like this so thank you so much kasoon caleb lord zendar jumbo katie bloof dylan nocturnal leah kenny kaden nick austin tim tyler martin michael christian and chad Chad. yes we greatly appreciate all of y'all's support uh, that goes towards making JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. And lastly, 
listeners like you. Yes, it's listeners like you that make this show possible. We we probably would still do it without you, but it, it might not be as good. We might not care as much. And, you know, if we just put on the show's that we wanted to watch, there'd probably be some shit in there that you'd be like, no one watched this. No yeah. one cares. <laughs> but... We would just go back and l- and watch the animes that we liked when we were, like, whatever, like, 10 years ago when we were into anime. Yeah. Be like, For real. This week, we're watching <laughs> Record of Lodoss War because I remember someone saying it once. <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously, everyone uh, suggests great stuff to us, but we also have a tier where for a one-time payment of $15, you can tell us what to cover on an episode, which is what we've been doing all summer and I guess all year? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, there was some like Rohan or whatever. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was We did the, the live-action drama at the beginning of the year as well. Uh, but yeah, mostly these random animes we watch are, are mostly from people who step up to the Boss Us Around tier. Uh, so if you would like to hear our ridiculous takes, our ridiculous voices about an anime that you watch, go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and put your money where your mouth is or your fingers, where your fingers are. But keep your fingers out of your mouth, especially if you've been handling money, you know? Put them in your butt. Okay, never mind that. Uh, okay, but uh, before we finally talk about Odd Taxi... We are going to take a break to stretch and watch We Are the World. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll uh, watch it right now. There comes a time uh, uh, when you heed a certain call. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, and Miles now has hopefully uh, the best audio quality, <laughs> unlike before the break. We found out that he wasn't recording this whole time so there are people dying and people fucking up forgetting to record themselves on this podcast his name is miles (laughs) he made a mistake we are the children anyway (laughs) um let's talk about uh what is this called we are the world no let's talk about odd taxi the anime that we just watched merely hours ago, Jackie and I, anyway. Miles, yeah. I watched you... it on Thursday, if you must know. Oh, so you don't, you don't remember a shit. You I, don't, I took notes. You don't remember anything. We're going to have to fill you in. I was very sleepy, but I still liked it, even though I was very sleepy. Okay, that's good. I was not sleepy. I was wide awake getting pissed at how long our food was taking to get delivered, so I What'd was you get? engaged. Uh, Mexican, and I tried a, a plato típica. Is it típico? Yeah, I think it's typical. Yeah. Miles, shut up! It's what do you typical, know? I think I, tried. I order a lot of uh, food. <laughs> well, I asked the girl who speaks Spanish here. Um, yeah, because el plato. Listen, I think if if anyone on this podcast knows, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I ordered something called alambre, and uh, I liked it. I liked it. I think they could have spiced their meat a little bit more, but overall, having pineapple, ham, and uh, pork. Other types of pork or something in there. It's like a Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds Hawaiian. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it it varies place to place how it's made, but this place puts pineapple and ham in there. It's good. Anyway, we watched Odd Taxi, which uh, started, like I said, back in April and is based on a relatively new manga that started in January. It's nothing like the sitcom Taxi from the 70s or whatever. It is Nothing like it. It is a little bit like Taxi Driver, 
from the 70s, though. Okay. I will say there's definitely, you know, some parallels there. It's not like the video game Crazy Taxi. You, you do pick up people and drop them off and get paid. So <laughs> okay. there's those similarities. Oh, okay. um, you also, talking to me? I, I also was playing Offspring in the background while we were watching the show. So it's a little bit like Crazy Taxi. Mm-hmm. What, was it that, a famous Offspring song? Offspring song they played? Is the one that starts like does the game start with him going like yeah 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 yeah? Is that Crazy Taxi? I don't know. All right, I think it is. Um, I don't know. I, I think if I don't know if it was already famous or if the the game made it famous. Uh, so Odd Taxi is a seinen manga, meaning it's for young male adults, perhaps, but it's it's a little bit more mature in in themes and stuff than shonen. I thought this was the most adult, mature anime i've seen interesting i because it it's it seems it's like more serious and it's not and it's more real it's more real it's and serious and it's like it doesn't have like immature gags i would say in tone and humor this is most similar to hinamatsuri to me which is also explicitly a seinen uh yeah but hinamatsuri i think was a little bit goofier a little bit but yeah it had fantasy elements yeah but um this is all a bunch of animals in it yeah, that's true. Like there's I giraffes. I don't think it needed animals. It's kind of nice though. It kind of, it's it's fun. You know, it's I, I it's similar to a Gretzko or Retzko where you look and you're like, "Oh, are they supposed to be a fennec fox?" you that's know? That's true. Like I did you guys know who the bartender was? Do you know what animal she was? She was a kangaroo. Okay, I didn't know that until I read about it later, but yeah, she's a kangaroo. Oh, I thought she was very she, obviously. I a think kangaroo. I knew she was a kangaroo. All right, yeah. well, just I liked I thought it was fine that they were animals. I think I would have liked the art style to be like, it was like pretty cartoony animals. Well, I liked it, but let me just say some more about, uh, so just about the show. But yeah, it seems like this is by Kazuya Konomoto, who hasn't done a ton of other manga. He did do one of the Crows mangas, which I'm somewhat familiar with. Um, But yeah, this has been a huge hit to the point where they weren't going to do a Blu-ray box set, but there were enough people willing to spend the insane equivalent that's like 250 bucks that pre-ordered it that they're like all right fuck it we'll make a a blu-ray box set um it's in like the top 30 on my anime list like the top 30 anime period wow um yeah it's got like an 8.8 or something like that and it is sort of it's a mystery show it is seinen so it's not like you know high school days or superhero stuff it's kind of a crime mystery thriller it's noirish. It's a little bit noiry, but it's like a little yeah. bit, a little bit more positive than your average noir. But it's also like he takes people into his car, and you get to know. You, it's a lot of him driving, you know. So you get to see what he likes to do when there's nobody in the car, and he's like when he hasn't picked somebody up yet, and you get to see like him having conversations with strangers, and it's yeah. interesting, you know. I thought it was going to be all that at at first, not the mm-hmm. Saturday kids show all that i thought the show was going to be <laughs> all of like people just in cars and i was a little ready to be bored but i'm glad that they expanded the world and made it actually feel like a very small world mm. like everyone kind of knows each other yeah in this show mm-hmm. um and knows each other's business uh and i also feel like you can tell the writer really likes uh japanese comedy duos yeah because like the the comedy duo that's like kind of a failure of a duo is like always on his radio and we follow their story a little bit too, where I was like, "Oh, okay, I don't know what this has to do with anything yet." But we follow their story, and we follow the story of uh, the idol girls, that idol group, a yes. little bit too. Uh, and yeah, I think this is where people compare it to Tarantino because I do. It does seem like all the threads will weave together. 
Um, oh, is that a Tarantino thing? We watched episodes one, two, and three. It's only a Tarantino thing in the ways that mostly Pulp Fiction is what people think of. There's a little mm. bit of that in Jackie Brown. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, they are all kind of in the same story thread. Um, and there are also things are told out of order in Pulp Fiction, mm. which people like too. I think we see that a little bit here when we see um, Kakihana. Is that his name? When he thinks he's talking to oh yeah the whatever that animal is at the massage chair place outside the like sauna. An anteater. Yeah, I guess he's an anteater or a taper, maybe. Yeah. And like we go back to that later. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, it's a crime kind of movie and, you know, there's different story threads that seem to come together. Um, but it's also a love story. There's there's romantic elements in there, which you also have in Pulp Fiction. Though. It's about these guys who are lonely. These yeah. two 40-year-old men who are lonely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's all uh, it's all working class people. I think for the most part. And some of that's because, you know, if you're going to have a crime thriller, well, it's going to involve people who uh, end up getting, you know, ensnared in the world of the Yakuza. They do show some office workers. Do they? Yeah, in the beginning. Um, but you know when he's like, he, he's listening, he, in the very, very, very beginning when he's flipping through the radio and he's, he listens to like a, a pop, so- that pop song that's by the Idols. Yeah, That's by, by, what are they called? Something Kiss? Mystery Kiss? Mystery Kiss. Uh, they show like a montage of different things and they show office workers. Oh yeah, but they're not in the show yet. No, but they might be and become in the show. I see, I see. Um, and I guess that guy who was catching a shiny dodo will be in the show because Chad knew the, per- the the character's name and stuff. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. If they gave the character a name, he's not just there to almost be hit by a taxi. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, I'll just say I really like this. Um, this is definitely in my wheelhouse. I like mm. the I like how much it was relying on the sort of comedy duo, the Manzai style of like snappy dialogue back and forth that actually mm-hmm. did make me laugh a few times. And um It felt like the the voice actors were all in the same room, right? That's usually the case with anime. Mm. They actually oh, okay. usually make sure that they can have people record in person. Uh by the way, yeah, this was um done by I don't know who was the primary studio, but the studios were PICS. You probably saw that logo a lot. And also OLM, whose name now stands for nothing. It just stands for OLM. But when they came out in 1990, it was Oriental Light and Magic. Hmm. And then like three years later, they were like, okay, we'll drop that term. Probably when people in the West were like, are you sure? <laughs> um, and uh, they did a huge anime from the 90s that is still ongoing. Can you guys take a guess at what it is? Dragon Balls. Uh, no. Something bigger than Dragon Ball now, I think. Naruto? Pokemon. Oh. So if you're like, oh, oh I've heard of that. I want to make a cartoon <laughs> animal show. I mean, I think this is a good way to go. Yeah, they did Pokemon. This is a zag. They also did Berserk in the same year, <laughs> wow. which is crazy. Um, Yeah, but I don't know who PICS is. They don't have a Wikipedia page, so they don't exist to me. They're dead. Um, Picks. Picks. Yep. And uh, there was something else I was going to say. We watched it on Crunchyroll, debated having us get to episode four, but uh, we just ran out of time. Anyway, um, what do you guys think of the OP? I like the chalk art in the beginning music. Yeah, I like the I like the marker sort of color and texture of stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm glad the show didn't look like that. I think it would have been hard yeah. for me to pay attention to. 
I don't really like Japanese rap, but I liked the saxophone that's at the very end. Yeah, I thought it was chill, and I thought the yeah, I thought that that kind of saxophone nighttime mood gave because he, he only you only see him driving at night. I guess he works the night shift. But anyway, I thought the music matched the tone of the show. Yeah, sounds like Miles. You didn't really have any thoughts on it. No, I don't even remember it. Okay, well, you got to stop skipping up, man. Gotta let it play over and over until it just is banged into your head. Um, let's see here. Uh, so I don't know if we want to go beat by beat because it's kind of confusing. It's not like super out of the order the way Tarantino stuff is, but at least for me, I, I would have trouble keeping track of things chronologically. I did take notes from the beginning and okay. uh, my first note is uh, there was like bricks weighing down something like w- that's falling into the ocean. You remember this? There were like cement blocks. I couldn't figure mm-hmm. out what that was. I thought it was at, when he woke up, I thought maybe it was his taxi was falling into the ocean because he was dreaming. Oh, I, I was, was writing a note about the OP, so I must have missed okay. it. Well, yeah, that was. I a, thought it was a body. Yeah, I thought it could have been a body you know? too. Wow. Like that's how you'd sink a body. Yeah, I, I, hey, I don't know that. I don't know what you know. Something that would float, you know, that's why you have to put the cement blocks. Um, yeah, so he was had that dream, and I like still don't know what that is or why that it was important, but I wrote that down, so you know, it's in my note now. But yeah, there's like a high school girl that's missing. Um And they imply that he's at that she is at his house. Yeah, but we don't see her. Yeah, because yeah. at some point in episode two, maybe, or is still in episode one, actually. Episode one, you see him get ready getting ready to go to work and he just kind of talks towards a closet that's like a yeah. crack open. And he's like, you know, I'm not holding you here against your will. You he's can like, leave whenever you, know, you want. You're the one who wanted to be here. <laughs> yeah, you came to me. Yeah. So you can leave. And like the main mystery of the show so far is that this girl has a high school girl who's probably an animal of some kind. Yeah. Has gone missing. And people are like, hey, she was last seen leaving a convenience store and going into your taxi cab. But at some point, the cops... And a a mafia guy, a yakuza Everyone's guy. Everyone's corrupt. Uh, at some point, they've seen his in in taxi camera footage. So I feel like if she really was in his cab and she didn't get out before he did, mm-hmm. then they would have noticed it, mm-hmm. unless he doctored his own footage or something. Uh, but we don't know yet. We haven't seen what's on that SD card in his camera. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does drop her off, but then later she like shows up at his house or something. Yeah, I was wondering if it was something like that, too, mm-hmm. or if he was just smart enough. But yeah, the main character is a walrus, by the way. And I think the, the, the voice actor always talks as though he does have something in his mouth, like he's trying to oh, emulate the tusks. I didn't notice that. That was my impression, is that maybe he had like a spoon or I, I liked his, his voice a lot. Yeah, I liked it, and it worked perfectly with his characterization of being just sort of like a grumpy guy yeah. who's also very blunt. But one thing I like about him is that he has kind of a tragic story and he has no problem telling people about it because everyone knows his deal. Like Mm -hmm. everyone knows that his parents abandoned him uh, and that he was taken care of by other people. And he tells people straight away, I was in this terrible accident and I survived when I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have. Um, Yeah. So Jackie, what are your notes? If you have notes that kind of hint at the events of each episode. Yeah, so let's see. Um, so we, we hear the news on the news that a high school girl is missing. I think he's like, it starts out he's driving in his car. So he, he hears the news that a high school girl is missing. He listens to the um, comedy duo called the Homo Sapiens, which at first I thought... I confused the hell out of me. Yeah, at first I thought, I was like, oh, are there people in this world too? <laughs> yeah, when they kept showing all the shots of the city, I was like, no, 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 nobody. I don't see any people. I was like waiting to see if this was like 
a conflict between humans and animals, but no. Um, yeah, and then and then like he he flips on a radio station that's like uh, the latest single from Mystery Kiss, and they play like this really poppy song, and it shows the girls dancing too, but it shows like it's like a montage of like different parts of the city, um, different people, probably a lot of people that we're going to end up seeing. And by people, the we show. mean animals. Right, right, right animals, <laughs> different animals. Um, uh, animals on the street. It's like a high energy pop song. Um, he picks up a, a hippo. Um, and the, and the hippo's just like on his phone the whole time. He's a kid. Yeah. He's young. He's like a teenager, I guess. Um, or I, I don't know, like he's a teenager. 19. Yeah. Um, old enough to like, he's got a little backpack old enough to pay for a taxi though. Yeah. You know? Well, there are some high school kids who like go to high school away from their parents and stuff. And are, are taxis allowed to pick up minors? I feel like they're not. I don't know, man. I don't live in Japan. Anyway, but he does go home and his parents are there because we hear his mom yelling at him. Yeah, but I think I think in Japan, uh, people stay living with their parents for longer. That's true. You know, but I, I I have heard that some kids when they go to a high school they live remotely from their parents because oh, they true. got into a better high school and that so they just happen. go live elsewhere. Anyway, so he picks up this kid and the kid's on his phone the whole time, and uh, he's like, "Can you turn the radio off?" <laughs> so he turns the radio off. Um, and then, you know, he, the, the kid asks the taxi driver, um, did anything interesting happen to you recently? And he like takes a while to respond and the kid's like, time's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, I was, I was trying to think of an answer. I don't just blurt out the first thing that comes to my mind. He's like, maybe you do. Um, yeah, I was definitely surprised overall at how sassy, um, the cab driver is. Yeah, he's uh, not really trying to please the people that get into his car. He just like tells them yeah. what o- he thinks. Odokawa. It's not a lift. He doesn't get raided. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've always preferred taxis to the rideshare companies. Like the rideshare can often be cheaper and they're often more available. It's like easy to use the app and stuff. But taxi drivers, I feel like they just know what they're doing more. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're more aggressive, but you're like, don't worry. They know what they're doing in new york city because it's their real job like it's their full-time job and you f- i feel safe because it's like not just a rando's car it has like a bunch of shit in there and you're mm-hmm. like oh the cops probably would know if he you know murdered me and he has a company <laughs> to report to and stuff yeah. so you know i feel i feel safer in a taxi cab but it is uh more expensive um Ugh. Sorry. But yeah, he has um, this sassy conversation with this kid who's trying to go viral. Yeah, the kid's like that he's trying to go viral and he's and he's like, it's very important to me. Likes and follows represent your worth. And he's like, you know, you get like th- th- these are the kind of things that do well. He mentioned um, foreigners opinions on gender, which is interesting. I guess it's like, what do foreigners think about like gender roles in japan right well probably a topic probably young japanese people are finding that stuff on social media and they agree with it maybe and so they're sharing it to be like look at what other people are noticing about us or they disagree with it and they're like whoa this is what foreigners are observing Uh, maybe yeah maybe they're more like fuck you like that's how we are and we like it yeah or i mean i don't know you learn about the differences like okay this is how they see it Oh yeah. Um, I don't really know. I don't I don't really know what he means by that, but I think that they assume that the Japanese audience knows what that means. Like they split the check more often in Japan. Do they? Apparently. Oh, cool. Anyway, so uh he he starts talking about a conversation that like somebody tweeted about or whatever. I don't know if Twitter is the actual so- social media platform. It's definitely here, Twitter. But um talking about how like someone wrote about how they were working on their 
manuscript or whatever and they overheard two people talking about like going to the dentist and how yeah we don't don't need to get all in the specifics okay this is this will like doesn't make sense all right fine but i was like writing a bunch of stuff anyway the walrus is very cynical about all this social media crap and he's like couldn't people just make it up and he's like well yeah um and then um and then they he tries to make a post with the with the walrus right so, and he takes a picture with odokawa so they take like a selfie the and the walrus like looks miserable in the picture but then well, the walrus has always looked miserable and then he writes i don't know i think he could look happy sometimes uh, and the kid writes like a caption that's like i don't know something he says like hey, something wholesome this cab driver i was with asked me you know, what was wrong and i said i was having trouble finding a job and the cab driver said hey i'll cheer you up let me show you something and then he just took a selfie of us together yeah. And that post we see does go viral. It doesn't go super viral. I think it, yeah. It, it goes pretty viral. It goes viral, but it's because there's like a wanted guy in the background. So then we're stopped by the oh, cops. Oh, right. That, well, that could be why. I think that's why. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, And then they're stopped by the cops and we learn that there are two cops and their brothers and the taxi driver knows them. And I guess they're the only two cops in the world because <laughs> they seem to be the only cops like around. Um, And they're two, they look like they're dogs. I was thinking they're dogs too. Okay. Can I just say that, you know... I think they're dogs. They could have gone with pigs, but that might not be a thing over in Japan. Wow. Do you know what does have pigs uh, as cops? Well... Is uh, Duke Nukem. Nice. The Duke Nukem series. I think dogs can make sense. Like, if you're... Because dogs do work as police. You know what I mean? Like, dogs... (laughs) And I think I've seen dogs, like like German Shepherds or whatever, depicted as uh, police before in, in media. All canines are... No, come on. Nothing. Go ahead. Dogs have a lot of jobs. Okay. That's true. Dogs do have a lot of jobs. They're they they're hard workers. Yeah, they're seeing eye dogs. Yeah. Those are the good dogs. Um and th- and uh comfort animals. <laughs> Is that the term? Comfort comfort animal? Yeah, what else would you call would you what else do you call those? I guess that is what you call it. They're therapy dogs. Therapy yeah. dogs. Okay. Anyway, so they're dogs. No, they're not dogs. They're meerkats. What? I just looked at the what? Wikipedia page. They're meerkats. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, meerkats might look like dogs. Let me look at them. They they're meerkats. No, they're not cats. They're mongooses. They look weird. But they also look like they're scared, and I feel bad for them. Anyway, the cops stop him, and they're like, we're looking for this gorilla guy. Have you seen him? And our wal- who's the wal- what's the walrus's name? Walrus's name is like Odokawa. O- 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 Odokawa. Because Odd Taxi kind of like Odo. Yeah. Odo. Odokawa. His name is Odd. Um, anyway, so he's like, uh, aren't you friends? Like he's the, because they're looking for this bad gorilla with a purple. He's a baboon. He, uh, he's a baboon. Um, and he's like, aren't you friends? And uh, he is friends with one of the cops, with the older cop, but the, but he tries to deny it. And his, and the little, little brother cop is dumb. Um, Anyway, so then they keep on driving. The kid asks him why he became a taxi driver and he tells him some story. I don't remember what he, I don't remember what he says why he became a taxi driver. But anyway, um he charges him and the kid walks off and then he listens to the radio again and he's driving around and it that kid forgot his phone. So he picks up the phone and like cuz the kid was calling him. So he picks up the phone and the guy's like, oh, yeah, I forgot my phone. He's like, I told you. Like, because before the kid left, he told him to don't forget anything. 
And he's and the kid's like, did it go viral? And he's like, yeah, you're getting a fucking t- fuck ton of notifications. Your phone's blowing up. Um, and that's where we find out that the gorilla that's wanted um, by the cops. He's a baboon. The whatever. The baboon. There, <gasps> it's not whatever, Jackie. There's a lot of monkeys in this. There are a lot of monkeys in this. And apes. There's a lot of apes. Apes or monkeys. I don't really remember where the divide is. Yeah. But we know his friend's a gibbon. This bad boy criminal is a baboon. It's all mammals. His doctor is uh a gorilla yeah the, there's another gorilla somewhere too oh i think the they, we haven't met him but he's like one of the he's a celebrity yeah, he seems Rock, like there's a celebrity the guy who does gorilla. the rakugo i forget his name but he's uh he's a gorilla or no he might be another type of baboon or something you, i think he's a baboon he's baboon. also a baboon but okay fine the, the 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 baboon that's wanted by the cops is in the is in the thick picture um and then Somebody says the girl that went missing was going into the taxi. So we right. we heard that. Um, and, you know, um, he goes back home and that's when we hear him talking to his closet that there's like someone in there, but she doesn't come out. Um, and she doesn't answer either. We don't know if there's actually anyone in there. And it seems like it's the girl that's missing, but they we don't actually know that for a fact. It, it could be a red herring even. Yeah. And he's talking to uh, it's a, like a, a blow-up doll. It's a pet or something. It's like yeah, a, it's a like cat. A ca- it's like a little cat. Oh, wait, you can't. Maybe they don't have little cats in this. Yeah. Doesn't she know. talk back? No. No, nope. you don't hear it talk back. Oh. No. See, you don't remember shit. Maybe, maybe it's only mammals. So maybe it was like a lizard or something followed him home. Is it all mammals? It's all mammals. Uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, horses are mammals. <laughs> Giraffes, raccoons. Where was there a horse? One of the comedy things I found uh, out is a horse. Not oh, a, I thought he was oh, a giraffe. I thought, I thought he was a donkey. Oh, similar. Much mm. more similar than a giraffe. Mm. So you've got a good animal sense. He asks if it, they're hungry, that it doesn't respond, and then he's just like, I'm going to go to the clinic. So he goes to the clinic. Uh, they talk about shows that they like and cassettes and stuff and they talk about we are the world here and, and it's hard for me to follow their conversation because they talk it's very really fast. fast and you you write everything we down. are the world so it's a conversation between among rather uh otokawa the walrus his doctor goriki by the way which he's a gorilla and his name's goriki yeah close and then this sweet young alpaca she's very cute yeah she's adorable named shirakawa uh, all i know there is shira could be white so could be white river Mm. Um, it's not like I have the page in front of me open and I could easily tell you in a moment. Uh, Don't worry it about is it. indeed White River. I'm a genius. Okay. Um, so it's an alpaca, a gorilla, and a walrus. And uh, at one point... They're all trying to talk about who the MVP is. Well, in... before that, though, I like that uh, the, um, Otakawa mentions recording something on cassette tapes. Yeah. And uh, Shirakawa, the young alpaca nurse, is like, cassette tape? And he's like, and uh, the gorilla says like, oh, well, you know, kids these days don't know about cassette tapes and how mm. to rewind them, which I think mm. he's referring to using a pencil, by the way. Yeah. It's a way to rewind mm-hmm. cassette tapes. Yeah. And uh, I think they had like a machine. You could. Like a rewinder machine. But there was this like. You could rewind them. Yeah. In the radio. Yeah. There was a boomer mm. meme going around Facebook and stuff that was like a picture of a cassette tape and above it a pencil. And it was like, kids these days do not know the relationship between these uh, two objects. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And the idea is that I guess if you didn't have that machine handy so dumb that you could i i was i was bewildered by it and then i because i had cassettes when i was a kid but i didn't keep them for very long and it was mostly like my parents stuff you know or i don't know where else i did but it's also like who cares about that meme i had a barbie cassette i liked it i thought it was i wanted to know i was like what do pencils have to do with tapes what am i wait you didn't know 
No, not until I I, oh. I looked into it. I was like, oh yeah, I guess you could use a pencil because I think as well, a kid not, not I use my own machine too. Like if you accidentally like if the if the what is it called? Like the ribbon comes out, yeah. then you can like fix it yeah. by using a pencil, you know? Cause you, you wouldn't want to like just rewind it. Like in the, if you put it in the, right, yeah. in the, um, in the player, it's going to like, yeah, with the tape exposed, it would like fly out of there. Yeah. It all would the be ribbon. It would be bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I would do that manually to, uh, VHS tapes. If like the tape got out a little bit, then I'd try to feed it back in. I just put my fingers in the spool yeah. and kind of twist it. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, I just like that his little rant where he's like, we know what gramophones are and telegraphs, even though we didn't grow up with them. So don't give me that generational gap stuff. Yeah. Like he's, he's trying to he's tell her. He's such an old man who's like, great. kids these days, they don't know what anything, you know, and they, whatever, whatever. He's just like, it's weird. She kind of acts confused. She's like, cassette tape. And his 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 approach here, his response is to be like, you know what a cassette tape is, or you should know what a cassette tape is. It's like a really weird thing to do. You know, and it really doesn't matter if you listeners, if you don't know, if you don't know anything about cassette tapes, it's fine. You don't need you can live your whole yeah, life I mean, and not need to know it. You now. also only need to know like the important technology. Like I have heard people mention cassette tapes. I've heard people talk about 45s. Sorry, I've heard people mention eight tracks cassette tapes. I remember. But if people talk about eight tracks or 45s and I don't really know but, what like, those you are. You don't need to know. You don't need to know about any of exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Because like, if you did need to know, also like, it could it would like if I ever needed to know, like, oh shit, I really need to. There's there's content that's only on this like older technology, this forty five. I don't even know what the fuck that is, right? Like on this this older technology. It's a type of vinyl record. I know. It take it takes me like five minutes to like look it up. <laughs> the information's yeah. out there. I could learn it really quickly, and well, then I yeah, could that's the thing too. Is do whatever I need to do at this point. The older generation couldn't look up on a cassette tape what a telegram used to be like. Well, they know? would go. They would go to the library or something. Yeah, you know. But you don't do that if, if an old or person they would ask, says, or they would ask around. Yeah, you'd ask around. Miles knows about CDs. That's true. CDs, CDs nuts. nuts. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we're both 12 years old anyway <laughs> um got him i have a question though bruce springsteen and they mentioned cv wonder they yes, mentioned back, back to the we are the world they, they mentioned real people are these is is bruce springsteen like a a fucking like a camel yeah like <laughs> is it like a cow like who like who like is or is bruce springsteen like the bruce springsteen that we know like is he a human is he a human or like what I want? I hope I hope so bad that later on in the show, like in a couple of episodes, yes. they show that they're watching We Are the World and it's all different animals singing. It. I would love that. <laughs> I would love if they recreated the entire seven minute long. Yes. We Are the World music video and they just drew different animals. Yes. Um, and they, yes. they have this. There's no way they'd get the rights, though. Yeah, it's true. I don't think in Japan that matters because remember, um. Uh, Terrace House, they would play like every Taylor Swift song. That might be that they have some kind of cheap record deal though or something. They they have to clear stuff. Do they in Japan? I feel like... The, I well, feel, remember I, that Taylor Swift also visited Terrace House and stuff. Like she knew that I was... Thought, I thought the rules were different in Japan. I thought that they didn't have to... I don't know, but I mean, they definitely sold We Are The World in Japan. It was everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that they would have to get cleared for that. Um, that doesn't mean they couldn't depict the video though as like a still or something. Regardless, though, they have a conversation, the doctor and Otokawa, about who is the MVP of that song. We haven't gotten... Oh, so wait, wait, hold on. So Otokawa, I think, says it's Stevie Wonder, and the other guy, the the doctor, says it's Bruce Springsteen? 
I, I think so, maybe. Right? But then they both just gush about Bruce Springsteen. Well, mostly Otakawa is like, you just like saying Bruce Springsteen. Like, you're just whatever, whatever. Like, you just like yeah. Bruce Springsteen. And this is where it's rapid fire. And the doctor is like, yeah, who doesn't? How could you not love to say Bruce Springsteen? It felt like an ad for Bruce Springsteen was purchased by the Bruce Springsteen family to, you know, just get his name back in the consciousness of Japan or something. Yeah. And then... Uh, wait, wait, wait. But I watched this episode on his birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Bruce Springsteen. We haven't said who we yeah. think the MVP is. New Jersey's own. Well, I was going to get there. I was just... Yeah. Do, do you want to say it now? Who do you guys think is MVP? Uh, I'm going to say Michael Jackson is the MVP of We Are the World. Okay. Why? He does get the chorus. Like, yeah. He they get, make a big thing of Michael Jackson. He gets the key change. Um, he's one of the co-writers of the lyrics. Him and Lionel Richie. Oh, really? Wrote, wrote the song. Actually, actually, I think they, they're credited as writing the song. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. Uh, his outfit is just fucking fire. His, him and Cindy Lauper had the most JoJo outfit outfits. Mm, okay. Or they looked the most JoJo's. I think that's fair. Uh, and yeah, he doesn't have the most like seconds of song time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Springsteen has, has a lot. Ray Charles has a lot. But I think it's nice that he wrote the song and doesn't dominate it entirely. Yeah. You know, he dominates that video, though, because he gets like a slow tilt from the camera up, showing his insane mm-hmm. shoes, his gold laden jacket, his awesome sparkly gloves. And then he has an outfit change. He, should, he puts on shades. He should donate that jacket to Africa. He may have. Mm. He may Good. have. He's dead now. Yeah. If he isn't, if he didn't do it by now, I hope someone did. Um, Miles, that's a boring choice though who do you think was mvp oh fuck you <laughs> like yeah it could be michael jackson what are you gonna say it, kenny you know, loggins it's michael jackson i think it's either i think it might be ray charles that that totally makes sense to me because he does sing all over the end of it like he's a very big presence to close the song he has a good like he has such a great soulful recognizable voice that even when everyone is singing you can kind of hear him wailing on in the background. Yeah. Uh but I get why they think Bruce Springsteen is the MVP. I like Stevie. I thought- I think Bruce Springsteen is the MVP especially like maybe like pound for pound because he's not a good singer but he just tries harder than everyone else. I liked his voice in this. I like that rasp. He has like a good voice, but he's like on a technical level, not a great singer, I think. Mm. He doesn't have a very yeah. good range. It's always very raspy. Yeah. It's never a clean tone. I don't know if he does vibrato. He looked like maybe. he was going to cry in the video. He's so. got soul. In the group it's shots, blue-eyed he soul. doesn't look like he's singing the chorus with everyone else, which mm-hmm. makes me think like maybe he he was throwing off everyone else with his <laughs> crazy ass voice. <laughs> I think Stevie Wonder is the... Um, MVP. I really like his like little duet with Bruce Springsteen where he, I don't know, and he gets like, he uh, he kind of takes us on a journey with him because he like sings it like still with passion, like good, and then he kind of does like his next part is like he takes it to another level and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I thought Stevie Wonder like brought a lot of passion in it. I also really like uh, Cindy. Cindy Lauper had a small part in it, but I, I liked her too. She, does. she also like yeah. her. She used that she moment. She used that moment really well. I thought. Yeah. So does Steve Perry, but like, I don't know something about Steve Perry. It's just like I've heard Journey a million bajillion times. Yeah. But Cindy, Cindy Lauper really puts the stank on it. Yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. There was another white boy I thought was pretty good in it, too. I don't remember who, though. There was a guy with a beard who I liked, but I don't know who he is. There were several beards. That's true. He, The guy with the with the white beard. Kenny Loggins, maybe. Okay. I liked his voice. He's pretty good. He's got a nice voice. Yeah, we didn't need Bob Dylan. We didn't need Willie Nelson. Bob Dylan was horrible. <laughs> LVP. I don't know if you heard me say it, Miles, but I said Bob Dylan sounds like a guy doing a Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> which is like yeah. you listen to it and you're like oh he really does sound like that people aren't kidding when they're like he's a down by the world yeah, like now he sounds sucked. like that <laughs> i mean i liked willie nelson he's fine i think the thing with 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 bob dylan as well as springsteen a lot of these guys is like they're singer songwriters we've talked about it we've talked about the emotion and the writing is what matters but he does have a yeah. weird voice where you're like hey zimmerman it sucks why don't you hire somebody else to do it how about that it's true Anyway. Anyway. This has been We Are the World Pod. See you later. <laughs> we are the pod. Um, <laughs> we are the podcast. What if we made us We Are the World, but the parody is uh, it's about Dio's. We are the world. <laughs> we are Star Platinum. We are the what? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we are the. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's at the clinic because he's having trouble sleeping. So they talk about that, but they also talk about like pop culture shit. Um, and then I think they don't really help him with his sleep problem. They just the doctor tell him, says you should get married. They You'll just sleep better. They just tell him to get a girlfriend or whatever. Like well, I thought he was going to tell him that because he's just such a crank. You know what I mean? He's just such a grumpy bastard that it's like, maybe you should meet someone the, that will soften you up a little bit. The doctors here are like, love is the best medicine. Yeah. And you could kinda, I could kind of tell by this point. I, I think they do it on purpose that the alpaca Shirakawa kind of likes him. Did you guys get that vibe? Mm-hmm. Not she's, really. She's kind of yeah. into him. I didn't realize it. Um, I just thought that she was super cute. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, I couldn't tell if she was an alpaca or a llama. I thought she was a lamb. Yeah, she's got too long a neck to be a lamb. <laughs> uh, and uh, the things we find out... And then he goes to a bar, which uh, shows up a bunch in the few episodes that we saw. No, sorry. So as he's leaving the... You're missing this part. This is important. As he's leaving the clinic, he goes to his car and the one of the cops, the older cop, older brother cop is there. He's uh, like he's he wants to get into his car. He was like he was going to break into it. And so they they have like a snappy conversation where he's like, are you going to break into it? Well, it depends on if you'll cooperate with me. And then he's like, if you got nothing to hide, open the door and let me in your car. Let me like... um look through your car and stuff I, he asked that smart question of why are you alone which is like yeah cops usually are together with mm-hmm. partners and he's always with his younger brother yeah but he's just like hmm, maybe you're doing something shady because you're here alone and yeah the cop never denies a lot of otakawa seems to know how the cops be yeah and otakawa doesn't that older brother's it. crooked yeah. yeah he's crooked and Otakawa doesn't really want to fight it, so he lets him into the car. He goes, he looks through the car, he sees the dash cam, and he um, he asks about the dash cam. And we learn that the dash cam goes, captures footage um, when someone um, comes in or out of the car or when there's any, like, you know, fast movement or something yeah, back there. And it stores footage for up to a week. Yeah. So the cop just takes the memory card from the dash cam and he's like, okay, I'm confiscating this. And then he leaves. Um, and is this is illegal, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the laws are like in Japan. I don't know. Like, oh, if can, okay. can, can cops like search, like, make yeah, I don't you know. Maybe they, maybe they don't need, um, 
what's the term? Something Miranda search warrants. Search warrants. Not yeah. a war, but there's like a, a, a intent or something. Yeah. Yeah, right, because there was no reason for him. Like, why is he look, snooping through his car? Like, right. like if you pull over someone and they smell like drugs, then that's considered something, something reason to search the vehicle, and they can use that. But cops can also figure out reasons to want to search your vehicle. But maybe in Japan, they don't have that. Yeah. Just any random car a cop can look in. Yeah. Um, I don't know what rights citizens have. But anyway, he... Ba- uh, I- he tells him not to like tell the cops, <laughs> which he is the cop. So that's how you know this is bad because uh, yeah. the cop is like, oh, don't, don't, don't go to the cops about this. And Otakawa says, what will uh, happen if I do? Yeah. And he tells him that um, somebody that a, a wanted criminal is going to kill you. <laughs> no, no, no. He says, he says, I don't know. I bet like uh, a wanted criminal would shoot you with a gun or something. Yeah. He kind of says it like maybe that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he takes the, the SD card or whatever and he, he dips. And then is this when Otakawa goes to the bar? Uh, this is when he's not at the bar yet, but we go to his friend who you said is a what? A gibbon. The, his friend who's a gibbon is on a dating site and he's talking about like, I don't know. He's he's talking about something with dating and then he changes. He updates his profile to say uh, that he like because I, I guess you put your salary on the um on the dating site, which and, is crazy. And so it said like I don't know like I think it said that he made like thirty thousand dollars or less a year. Yeah, thirty thousand. And then he changed but it yen. to read like either two hundred or yeah, yeah. I'm 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 just doing the bullshit crappy translation. Oh, of you're it. Do, you're yeah. okay. Yeah, the, the the money the money translates to he updated it from like thirty k to like was it two hundred k or two million to two hundred k. Okay, okay, okay. That's still... it. It was like twenty. I think it was twenty million yen, which translates to two hundred thousand dollars. Roughly, yeah. Um. He's, so I guess he's like, oh, if, if people think I'm rich, like I'll get more, um, more responses on this dating app. Yeah. By the way, he's apparently specifically a white-handed gibbon. Okay. Uh, who are endangered and they look adorable. They've got tiny little faces. They look scared. Aww. They're great. Uh, yeah. And this is all at the bar that is run by this kangaroo lady. And they all talk. There's a. There's like the the gorilla doctor shows up at the bar as well. And they're all talking about, I don't know how they all know that, like, that she was picked up by his taxi, but they're all talking about how Otokawa, like, might be a suspect or something. Oh, right, because um, also there's, like, rumors that his neighbors overheard him talking to somebody, but he lives alone, which is, what nosy-ass neighbors? Like, he can't have a friend over? (laughs) Well, they all (laughs) seem to talk to each other. And yeah, Yeah. like, the bartender, thankfully, she's like, maybe he's on the phone? Yeah. I was like, thank you. Thank you, Taiko who is apparently voiced by a woman who's never done voice acting outside of this, and she's a comedian. She's part of a, a comedy trio. Hmm. So I'm telling you, the people who made Good this job. show, they love these comedy duos and trios. Um, um, so uh, the Gibbon friend uh, quickly proposes to the bartender kangaroo, and she's like, no. <laughs> well, he's just like, he's like, hypothetically, would you date me? And she's like, no. And then he's like, it's about money. And she's like, money, you know, shows is a measurement of your abilities. Yeah, and yeah. It's very cynical. He said, "Will but you it's, marry it's me?" Though that, Did he that's what the subtitle said? said. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the doctor gets a call. Oh yeah, the the gorilla doctor gets a call that some medicine is missing. Three thousand um, pills. Yeah, 
An insane um, amount it's a of, lot drugs. of pills. And they're like, oh, who was working that night? And then it just cuts to the alpaca or who, Shirakawa. Was, working, who was working that day. And it cuts to the alpaca getting into and um, I imme- his taxi. I immediately thought that she must have hid any pills in her, her wool. Yeah, that's her also what I thought <laughs> too. Because it was very bushy and fluffy looking. So. Yeah. Maybe um, it's always that bushier. It's her shampoo. No, no, no. But I'm saying that that would make it so you could hide stuff. I'm not saying it's extra mm. fluffy because she jammed stuff in there. Gotcha. Uh, she's in his taxi and they talk and she's like, drop the generation gap thing. And, you know, because he like is, I don't know. He says something about like young people and she repeats his line back to him that he yeah. said in the clinic, which is like, stop it with the generation caps crap. The generation gap stuff. Um. Oh, and uh, so she's sassy. The episode is almost over. Uh, or the episode ends here with because uh, we continue with the her in his taxi in the next episode. But this episode ends with the bad cop um giving the hard drive to the um wanted baboon. So like they are friends, and for some reason he gives him the memory card of the dash cam. Yeah. So yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we should we should definitely cover less, though, specifically, because we're at an hour 40 right now. Okay. Um, I wrote down at this point, what is this show about? But now I kind of get it. After three episodes, I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a mystery. And it's like, he's just trying to live his normal life as yeah, a taxi driver. It was hard to, and he keeps getting wrapped up into other stuff. It was hard to tell if, like, yeah, some of the mystery stuff about the girl was still going to be, like, ambient, like, this is just painting a picture of the city mm-hmm. kind of stuff, or if it was going to become the driving force. And it does seem like, yeah, it's becoming the main plot. Uh, but it is still, I think, going to be an excuse to tell stories about different people in the city. I'll be very impressed if they actually make everybody that they've talked about, like, connect very deeply, that, like, mm-hmm. all of the events are actually linked. That would be really uh, interesting. But I'd be fine if they just kind yeah. of... Go ahead, Miles. Uh, yeah, I don't think it has to, though. I think I would like it either way. Yeah, even if these are just some of these stories are there just to be, you know, cool. That would be fine with me. Um. So now this is episode two. He's in the car with the alpaca. Um. He's listening to his little comedy duo jokes on the radio. But they like they're also talking about how they're not funny. And they That's also, their shtick. And they get people writing in to tell them how not funny they are. <laughs> Um, and they sound very stubborn about their comedy. They're like, well, like if people don't like it, they're idiots. Um, and, uh, then the alpaca girl asks him, Shirakawa, no, what's her name? Yeah. Oh, it's Shirakawa? Shirakawa, yeah. And his name is Odakawa. Odokawa, yeah. Oh, they're two kawas. Lots of people living by rivers in Japan. Mm, anyway, so she's like, um, she's like, oh, why can't you sleep? And, uh. She's like, oh, do you want to learn? A, do you want to know a secret? Count sheep. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop giving the play by play. But one last thing, she says that Cindy Lauper is MVP um, <laughs> of of We nice. Are the World, which is a fair. That's that. a fair argument, but yeah. you know, um, yeah, and so she's like second by second for sure. Yeah, um, so she, then she's up there. She starts pushing the the love thing again. She's like, maybe if you find love, you'll be able to sleep or whatever. And they have like a really fast like back and forth conversation. Um, I don't remember why she brings up what she regrets. Maybe he asks her, but she says that she regrets um, taking out loans. Um, and I think at this point, this to me, be, like, because she's like, I regret taking off loans. And he's like, oh, you still, you're still paying them? And she's like, no, like I paid them. I think that's what she used the drugs for. Because then they also linger on her for a minute after I, she says, no, yeah, I she, paid them. She must have sold the drugs um, to, to pay off her loans. Um, yeah. And that's probably going to bite her in the future or something. Um, and then he, so, uh, 
he asks her if she likes anybody because they're they're talking about love and stuff and uh she's like yeah there's somebody that i like and he's like do you have a photo of him and then and so she goes to show him and it's just a picture of himself or it's the front facing cam i'm not sure what i think it's the front facing cam nice that was very clever very smooth of her yeah yeah i was was wondering if she was going to take a picture first you know and then show it but yeah um so then like then it cuts to like he he tells his friend uh and he asks him like oh do you do you uh well he's like i don't know and the friend's like oh don't you like her and he's like no and he's like uh I, I don't it was like do you like her no do you but he's like I, but i don't not like her or it was something like that and um yeah he's kind of like a, a little open to it and his friend yeah. Ka- kakihana the white gibbon is like he's trying to give him advice he's yeah he's trying to give him advice but he, but otokawa points out like why would i take advice from a guy who is not married and has already said that he has trouble finding love um, boom roasted yeah <laughs> um and that yeah they're in a sauna and then somehow they this is when uh he's like oh do you want to go into the bath or something and and Otokawa was like no nah, i got work i think or something like yeah. that and then is this where kakihana talks to that random mafia guy or he thinks he's talking to him anyway well first we cut to the hippo he has uh the hippo kid the t- t- teenager yeah he's in his room and he's like how am i supposed to go viral um because he had that one big tweet but now it seems like anything else he tweets is not really that big and then he notices a tweet by the big comedian the, the big the, comedian but it's just like uh you know kids these days you know they say kids these days don't watch a lot of tv but blah, blah 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 and it just seems like like at first it seems like oh he got a popular tweet but really it's just people are laughing at him for being an old like crusty boomer um yeah or at least hey at least that's how the twitter algorithm posed it to the yeah hippo. yeah I feel um, like a forty-year-old is not a boomer. Forty-year-old is like Gen X. Well, he's the well, or an old millennial. Well, this comedian might be older. I don't know, but it felt like a boomer kind uh, of comment. And I think these days, boomer just means anybody who's not like twenty-five. That's what I was gonna say. Like zoomers think anybody who's like n- not young is a is a is a boomer. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm gonna be a mooner, and by that I mean I'm gonna show people my ass. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So and then we and then we cut to the guy who's a fan of um that girl group um mysterious kiss we have this weird little oshi kind of 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 uh scene what's oshi mean like oshi's like fave like my favorite idol and you know that's why we watched oshi budo so he's talking to rui and he learns that sales aren't very good and the other girls have to wear masks for some reason. There's like one main, it's three, it's a trio of girls. Yeah. And the main girl in the middle doesn't wear a mask, but the other two do. Okay. She's a dog and the other two are cats, I think, or one of them is at least. And he's like trying to give them advice. He's like, you know, they should take off their mask. Like people will want to come take a picture with them if they have their masks off. And he's like, also, what's her name? The gray one. He he knows her name. I don't, but (laughs) he's like the gray one. She's getting sloppy with her dance moves. Um, so he tries to give advice, I guess, um, about what they could do better. Um, and then, uh, and then it cuts to another to I don't even know who these people. Oh, right. Oh, it's it, them. Cuts, it, it cuts to the girls with the masks. Yeah. And, and their, their, their Fox giant Fox manager is like, Hey, we still have some time left at the venue. So could you go outside and sell your leftover merch? And they're like, fuck, we have to do it. <laughs> and they don't say fuck. We have to do it. And Rui, the main, the main doggo of the group doesn't have to. And while they're out there, they talk about self-esteem and the way they yeah. look. And one of the one of the girls, one of the cast is like, 
uh, well, I don't have low self-esteem. And the other one says something like, listen, we joined this group without having to wear masks and then they put us in masks. So, you know, that's why I feel the way I do about self-esteem. I thought it was their choice to wear the masks. No, I think um, the main girl dog says to the fan, like the masks were part of our debut agreement. Meaning like, I think that means that they were indie, just like Mm -hmm. a, a pop idol group with management. And then when they got signed to make their debut, they were like, probably like, if you're mystery kiss, maybe the other girl should wear masks, oh. you know, but that does suck for them. It's like they're less hot for the people that might want to pick their fave of the group and they're not going to be as recognizable. So they also ask them, they ask each other, like, when are you happiest? And the one girl with the low self-esteem says that she's happiest in the bath. And she's like, that's an old lady answer. Yeah. And then mm. she's like, all right, well, when are you happiest? And she's like eating karage, eating fried chicken um and they're like oh that's good like that has a lot of calories whatever whatever yeah but anyway it's a fun little conversation yeah it's a fun little convo we we actually podcast masked except for mark (laughs) yeah i'm a dog (laughs) um and then it shows back uh rui backstage and she's very serious now she's not like her cute bubbly self that she she's got like a leather jacket on too yeah she looks like tough and serious and like very like down to business um and then her bodyguard call like her bodyguard or like I don't know what he like, her He's manager, like a manager or something the fox he calls he gets a call on the phone and he talks about a driver with a dash cam and I'm like how is this related to the fucking taxi driver why does everyone why is everyone aware of this taxi driver yeah you know it's funny right um and anyway so now we go back to the taxi driver and he is picking he picks someone up and. I don't remember what it's this a great way of tying a bunch of people together. Though. Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's perfect for that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so he, he picks somebody up and he asks him, can you take me to Shinjuku for uh, 2000 yen? And the guy's like, it, uh, no, it costs uh, like 32,000, 3,500. 30 yeah. Uh, and he's like, make an exception for me. I'm, oh, it's, it's the guy, right. It's the guy, it's the fan. Yeah. He, he wants to go to Shinjuku and I don't know. Eventually, he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll take you to Shinjuku." He's like, "He's like, I'll take you as close as I can." And he's like, "I want to. Oh. I need to go to Shinjuku. I'm broke. Please help me." By the way, the kid is a giraffe. Is he? No, wait. No, wait, wait. he's brown. I'm sorry. Giraffe he's like gray. Is, he's sorry. gray. There's a different fan. I'm wrong. Never mind. I'm sorry. He's a skunk. Ah. Uh, yeah, the fan is a skunk. Anyway. Um. So yeah, he talks about how he's gonna buy. Uh, he, he has a bunch of CDs, and he's like, "If you have money for those CDs, you should have money to pay your your fare." And he also learned he's gonna buy a lotto ticket, and he's like, "Why, why can't you pay your fare?" Like, yeah. Um. So he does. He does get out, and he buys some lotto tickets, uh, or he's going to. He's, he asks him what his um, what the driver's lucky numbers are. He's like, "Give me your seven favorite numbers between one and thirty-seven." Um, and just like a side note, I mean, he just rattles them off. Yeah, he he, well, he picks them from like a picture on his phone. Yeah, a picture that uh, that mm. Kakihana took of him in the locker room. So he just reads the numbers off the locker numbers. But the numbers are in order on the lockers, I thought. But I think I think he goes like across or diagonal or yeah. something because it's it's uh, every okay. eight numbers pretty much. He does like two eight, two ten mm. eighteen twenty six. Yeah. Um, this gave me a little bit of uh, nostalgia because I used to do that a lot. Um, I don't know if you've ever had if you had family members who did the lotto, but like as a kid, like every like week, like s- someone would ask me to pick a number, you know, or like like re- like fill in the fill in the boxes, like fill in some numbers, you know, for the pick. Yeah. Pick six or pick seven. We whatever. didn't do that a lot growing up. But my dad did start playing the lottery a little bit. And mm-hmm. his joke was always that 
if you wanted like info, you could ask him what his numbers were and then make sure to never use those because they never came up. <laughs> it was like every single number will not come up in the lotto drawing. That's funny. Miles, do you, did you have any family members that didn't always make the best decisions with their money? <laughs> in general? Uh, no, sure just I, lottery. I My grandfather would always play the lottery. Yeah. He would always send me down to the store to buy tickets. And he struck it big, right? And that's why you no, he did not. got on a podcast. He struck it big by having uh, wonderful descendants. Okay, that's what we all should strive for. Did he ever have you have you pick the numbers, or did he always pick the numbers? No, okay. No. He never had me. Some pick people the always pick. You know, people have different systems. Some people will always play the same number, like every week. Like every week, they play the exact same number because they're yeah. like they're due. They're got they gotta come up, <laughs> and they never do. Um. Well, or actually, like, what's more like, I don't know, We I don't want to go on this super tangent about the lottery, but just like a quick thing. Humans are more likely to, there's like, a, we we generally follow the same kinds of patterns, like birth, like dates, you know, and things yeah. like that. So if, if for a long time, like, no numbers are being picked because, like, nobody's been filling them out, um, it's, like, more likely that, like, when, when there is a, a mit, uh, winning numbers that, there's actually winners for that there's multiple winners because we like humans just think uh, we think similarly yeah that makes sense yeah so it's like okay well you know this was somebody's anniversary this was someone's bir- like birthday and you know whatever and like um you know so uh, yeah i don't know apparently that's it and then you end up having to split the pot so it sucks but at least you win some money anyway um so yeah so he he the he drops the kid off um and then he gets a text from our um, alpaca Shin Shinkawa Shirakawa Shirakawa. She gets a text. She sends him a text saying that she wants to meet up. Um, and then um, that's when the comedy duo get in the car. Right, the boar and the I horse. I like them. Yeah, they were great, and I recognize them from their voices too. Because by this point, we've heard the radio program on the taxi radio mm-hmm. several times, and so I actually recognize them. And what's fun is, you know, they asked to be taken to some Japanese broadcast studio and they're actually talking about their career. So they're not joking when they talk about how they want to get better. And um, the thing that's funny is the boar kind of teases the horse a little bit and the horse gets defensive and pushes back and kind of yells. And he says some funny stuff. Yeah. And the cab driver laughs laughs, a little bit. Yeah. The boar is like, this is actually funny. You should say this on the show. And I was like, oh, this is great. They're like discovering like their, their next like level of humor mm-hmm. on like in there but then what happens is well the the, the horse gets like mad at at his partner about right. some stuff yeah, he's he, legit like, pissed off he's pissed and he also is thinking about quitting he's like well you know maybe i'm not cut out for this and that kind of thing and then he gets a call from his manager yeah and his manager basically what he what he recaps is he's like hey I, you know my manager just said that there's a daytime show that's looking for a comedian to do a thing about people's lunch or whatever and the boar, the older comedian, is like, oh, that's great. And the horse is like, ah, it's just for me, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do see him do his bit in episode three or two. Um, but it doesn't seem to yeah. really lead. It doesn't seem to tie into anything yet. Yeah. But it seems like his whole his whole thing is going to be he goes up to people and asks to have lunch with them or he asks what they're eating for lunch. Yeah. I don't Hilarious know. Hilarious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those like daytime like segments where it's like, let's go on the street and like be funny with people you know it's not funny horsey on the street 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 yeah <laughs> horsing around i think his name's baba oh r.i.p <laughs> what i i have a my great aunt's name well 
her name wasn't Baba, but we called her Baba. <laughs> okay, which does not mean anything in Spanish. No. It's not old woman. Uh, no. Wait, also, am I wrong? Yeah, his name's Atsia Baba in, uh, in the show. But it looks like, yeah, it looks like one of the characters might mean horse. I don't know. Sorry. Mm. Um, and then the last uh, scene in this episode is the evil baboon, the baboon that's wanted for something, gets into the taxi and he has a gun at our hero's whatever head. He's pointing his, a gun at walruses him. Walruses have heads. <laughs> walruses have heads, yeah. <laughs> no, you couldn't tell what part of the body he was pointing at. And Jackie. so now it's like, oh no, scary. Yeah, I don't know if he was pointing at the head or the neck or what. Back, you I know, think, shoulder. I think Dobu, this character, the gangster, is really cool. Uh, I love his voice acting. I think crime is good and people should do it. <laughs> no! Um, crime is good. And I like that his tusks, his little baboon front tusks are gold. Oh. Which to me made me think that like gangsters get like gold plating for their yeah. tusks. You know, if they're the right like kind grills, of animal. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I wasn't sure he was a baboon. I thought he was like a boar or something because he has such a long tail. Yeah, I'm just I just go off what Wikipedia has here and you know, this could be be just some dumbass who's writing this. I don't know if this is all accurate. Oh, okay. But uh it says he's a gelata baboon. Um, sometimes called the bleeding heart monkey or just gelata. Hmm. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah, oh it does have a long tail though, Miles. Oh, okay. The gelata baboon. And they got like a red chest. I don't see any tusks though. What the fuck? Anyway, we're gonna go to Ethiopia to verify this is the right uh the right animal. Yeah, BRB. Burb. Um, anyway. All right. And then episode three, um, we see a guy with a tat, a guy with a bunch of tattoos. Uh, what is it? What is his animal? What? Well, I don't remember this. He well, he sits next to the Gibbon friend. Right. And the Gibbon thinks that he's talking to him. But then oh, we, he's like a mob boss who's talking on the um, phone. The mob boss. But he has about a lot of tattoos. Uh, he's a yeah. taper. He's a taper. I guessed that before. He's like talking on the phone. But, such a funny animal. But the Gibbon friend thinks that he's talking to him and he's getting all nervous about it. But uh, it turns out he's like, oh yeah, I'm the reason she ran away. Um, she's John uh, Don Chan's daughter, which who, we don't know who that is. Don Chan, we don't know who that is. And Is it like he's the Don of the mob? Yeah, I wasn't sure you know? if it was that or if, if for some reason. Or if it's just a guy named Don. Yeah, I was wondering if if one of the comedy duos, like the successful comedy duo we hear about a little bit, if one of them was named Don, but I don't know. I wonder if he I wonder if he's related to because we still don't know how the um the girl group relates to um the taxi driver, but we know that their their manager was on the phone with someone about it. So That's I think that that was the tapper, the ta- tapier. He was on the phone. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. So he was on the phone with the boss about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I wasn't sure about okay, that. Okay, so he but... just works. He just works for the mob, then. I guess. Yeah, I guess he's got some kind of connections. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So he was on the phone, and we uh, later we learn he was on the phone with the bad baboon, um, telling him to investigate the taxi driver, um, because like that was a convers. What the conversation was about was that the taxi driver, um, may know something or may might have her or something. Um, they have a conversation that, that was a little hard for me to track entirely. Dobu, the baboon with Otokawa, the main character where, cause it's like funny. The, the baboon really opens up to him in some ways where he explains why he's like, don't tell if another gangster asks you about the tape, about, about the memory card from your dash cam, 
don't tell them I have it. Yeah. Because he explains that the dynamic is that he's the co-high, but he's trying to look good in front of the boss. Yeah. And he's trying to make it seem like I don't really do big jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's, they, a, there's another guy who's trying to make him look bad. Yeah. And um, they also have a bit of a cat and mouse kind of thing where they talk about where Otokawa tries to be like, you're not going to shoot me mm-hmm. because this and this and this or, or, or um, you know, uh, Dobu is like, OK, so I can trust that you're going to listen to me. Right. And you're, you're, you're going to cooperate. And he's like, nope, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. He says, Kotowaru, which is what uh, one of Rohan's famous lines, actually, in Jojo. It just means I refuse. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he doesn't say that yet. Well, for, first, like he turns on the the SOS on his taxi thing, so which is smart. I think I think that is a real thing that taxi drivers can do is is mm. make their like the sign that they have on top of their car to say SOS. Um, so he changes that so that the police will stop him. Um, but we know that the cops are corrupt, so um, yeah, so that might not always work out. Um, and, um, the baboon is like, if anyone asks you about the dash cam or if anyone tries to look at your dash cam, let me know. Um, and yeah, they, they go over a bunch of things. Oh, right. He says that he was framed. The baboon says that he was framed for whatever he's wanted for. We don't really know what he's wanted for, but yeah, he was framed for whatever it was. Um, we learn like he tells him that. She ran away because of a situation between her dad and his boss. Um, and like she may not have liked that her dad was involved with the mafia. It sounded like maybe. Yeah, maybe. Was the deal. Um, and then that, that's why yeah. she may have ran away. But it's like, oh, I thought we weren't looking into that girl anymore. The family stopped the investigation. But it seems like they're letting the mob handle it, I think. Yeah, like when they realized that it could come out about this girl's dad relation to the mafia, they decided yeah. to handle it uh, without the without the police, without the public help. Yeah. So it's like still actually ongoing. Um, yeah, yeah. And so at this point, he's like, "I'm not interested in helping you." And and that's when like, and then and then he pulls a gun on him, and the cops pull him over. Um, and it turns out to be the one that got out of the car was the brother that is a dirty cop. So. So he didn't help him. He didn't come to his rescue and be like, oh my God, he's he got a cop. He didn't do anything. Yeah, and then the little brother's just in the car like, what happened? He's so stupid, this little kid. <laughs> he's, <laughs> the, the, the older brother's just like, and you know taxi driver ta- taxi drivers lie. And the little bro, bro's like, yeah, taxi drivers lie, okay. <laughs> uh, they start to flash back to what might be the, the accident, accident that, yeah. that uh, Otakawa was in. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, and then, like they they have like kind of a bit where the baboon is like, "What if I actually shot you? Like you're you're you know you're trying to be a wise guy over." He's like, "I understand what you did. You turn on the SOS, and you got me to pull the gun so the cops would see it." He's like, "But what if I actually shot you?" And he's like, "I'd rather die than get into what sounds like a pain in the ass." Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, so it sounds like you're not you don't care about threats. So you know what motivates you? You don't seem to be motivated by money." He's like, oh, you know, what if I mess with one of your friends? What what about Kakihana? He's like, he said something about Kakihana. Like, eh, I think, you know, he could, like, his life wouldn't be any worse if he died or something like that. Um, and he's like, oh, what about Shirakawa? And that was the, he was like, oh, no. And um, so he's like, yeah, this is, that, that basically, like, forces him to do what the baboon said, which is just... Just don't tell. It's really not a lot that he asked yeah, him to do. Yeah, don't, don't, 
don't tell anybody like don't go to the cops don't go to anybody and then if anybody um don't tell anybody and then if someone asks you about the dash cam like let me know so i guess he gets his phone number or something like how's he gonna let him know um and then he ends up going just to meet uh shirakawa he, in the he park. rushes he's like oh because if you look her. at the text it says in japanese that it was two hours ago because he gets a text but then he's still working where she's like hey do you want to meet up tonight because uh it's revealed at some point in the i think in the sauna when he's telling uh uh kakihana what happened he's like yeah she said actually we should meet up for dinner or something but then the same night that he gets uh held up basically held hostage in his own car uh she's like why don't we meet in the park and then after you know the baboon gets out of his car he goes and meets her there um and they have do you, do you think he actually do you think she actually likes him i don't know yet i don't know yeah you, you think so i do i'm not sure yeah i don't know i don't trust it why why wouldn't she really like him because she's young and cute and he's an old moody taxi driver i was gonna say like what's likable about him <laughs> I like him. Well, she, I, I, that's not why I, why I would doubt it. I doubt it because she might be dirty. Mm, you think she, maybe she's getting close to him to have like a drug runner or something, maybe. Mm, oh, weird. Or something. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying it's possible. I don't necessarily lean that way. Yeah. One second. I think she's, I don't know. I, I like, I'm sure there is some, it, there's obviously some dark side to her, but I do think she has a fondness for him. Are you going to sneeze, Mark? I thought I was. It's gone now. Okay. Um, um, yeah, she she might she might Miles. I would like it better if it was legit because I also think there seems to be a fake romance brewing uh, with Kakihana, the white-handed Gibbon friend. We'll get there. Okay. Um. So yeah. So he too too much age difference between those two. Yeah. Couples. We'll, we'll get there. We'll like get it. there. We'll get there. Um. So he's he's hanging out with the alpaca girl, and they're like watching the sunrise or something because they met up yeah. at night and it's like daytime now. But I guess he has a sleeping problem, so it's fine. But um, he's yeah. like, he's like, you don't want to be friends with me. The Yakuza are after me. And she's like, well, I used to study capoeira or capoeira. whatever. Capoeira. And she know. does a little bit of like the sort of the sort of like neutral capoeira pose. She starts to do like the kind of fighting stance. The sort of shuffling. Thing. And yeah, capoeira is not <laughs> it like. It looks like a dance. Capoeira is not really a martial art. Like it is, but it's mostly a dance mm. kind of thing. Like you can't actually fight someone who's trained in like insert legit martial art here with capoeira you can fight another person who's also do, doing capoeira yeah right? but you'd also have to i think there's a bob's burgers episode yes. where Tina learns capoeira yes yeah you'd just be mostly dancing i think if you actually fought someone else with capoeira it's got all these unnecessary movements and stuff mm. um it's like kind of true of taekwondo as well but taekwondo has like formal competitions and shit at least mm. whereas capoeira i don't know maybe they do meetups and stuff but at least to the rest of us where, where like capoeira has become popular it's mostly just like yeah for fitness which she says is why she started learning it was to lose weight mm. and they have a sort of funny uh, conversation about how he's like i doubt it would be effective if you didn't have luck losing weight with it um that's kind of it's a it's a fun sort of snarky relationship they have they talk about time lapse videos and i used to love watching time lapse landscape videos yeah mm. that's weird but anyway um so she needs to get to work uh and he's like oh i can drive you and she's like oh yeah right you you're a taxi driver and he's like oh but i won't run the meter won't run the meter um and then and then we see there's a daytime show and that's the one that the um the comedy duo guy just one of them the horse um baba baba which i think means like racetrack by the way like horse racetrack Mm, that's a good name for a horse i guess racetrack yeah um and so he's he's doing like the what's for lunch sketch but it doesn't really seem to go anywhere 
Um, and then we cut to um, uh, Kakihana, the gibbon. Kakihana and Odo, he, he also Odo, gets o, a, Odokawa. They're talking, and they ca- he, they catch him up. They uh, uh, he catches up um, his friend, his gibbon friend. Oh, on, Odokawa explains. Where yeah, he's on, been with with Shirakawa. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole date situation. He's like, has your affection grown? And he's like, yeah, now it's the size of Jupiter, which is much bigger. Um, And they talk about how like there's no demand for guys with our specs, meaning like us on paper. Yeah, like on paper, like like you know what we look like. Forty-year-old dudes who don't make much money. Yeah, who don't make much money. What is what is the Gibbon? What's his job? He's a janitor, I think. Oh, is he? In the intro when they're going around the city, I think it's him we see sweeping in like a hallway somewhere. Oh. So I think he cleans. Um, And there's, yeah, so there's no demand for guys with our specs. And then he shows, oh, uh, you know, there's this 18-year-old I've been talking to. And it, like, she's 18 and he's 40. And she's cute in the photo and stuff. Um, And Orokawa is like kind of suspicious. Like he thinks that she doesn't actually exist. Um, and he's like, you know, are you sure you're not being tricked? And I at first was like, is this like a to catch a predator thing? But I'm like, I don't think that they really care about this age difference in Japan as much. But like, it also wouldn't be catch a predator because she's 18. Okay, it would be to catch a predator if she was like 17 or 16, and and he was 40. And, I know. think they actually to avoid anybody being like, well, technically in my state, 17 is age of consent. It's always like 15, to catch a predator 16. is always like explicitly like too fucking yeah, young. Yeah, they're always like 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, so you hate them more because you might be like, well, in some places 16 is fine, but yeah. they they go they go low enough that you're like, what a gross person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is technically legal, and and a lot of people would be fine with it, but it's a it's a weird gap to date. 18 year olds and 41 year olds yeah and then i realized oh it's it's, like a woody allen movie it's a woody allen movie for sure yeah Yeah. but then i realized it was it's 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 got to be a setup it's got to be a scam you know where like especially when he said i make two hundred thousand dollars a year yes yes so that's it right like they look for guys who make a lot of money they get a cute girl to flirt with her and then they on the date they rob him um, or or, ex- or extort him or something something like that which is it's still weird that they do it with a dating app though because that's very traceable but uh is there anything else we're missing before he does go well anyway her? anyway so i knew that that was what was going to happen and it, spoilers it seems like that that's what's going to happen yeah because we end with he ends up meeting her um oh yeah then he gets a text from her uh saying oh i finished work i can see you now and so he like rushes to go see her and it's raining um, and he's drunk by the way he's drunk um i also wrote down um goriki is missing but i don't remember yeah. what that was about he's the doctor I, at some point someone mentions that he's gone missing okay and they haven't really like followed up on it yet but yeah the gorilla doctor's gone missing okay so um what's the what's the gibbon what's his name kakihana kakihana meets the girl what animal is she she's a cat Oh, she's a cat. She's probably one of the mystery kiss girls that we don't recognize her because she normally wears a mask. You think? I'm pretty sure. Because he goes to like go on the date with her. And it's weird. When he first meets her, she's half in the dark. She's Mm -hmm. like in the bus stop. And she's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm I'm so glad you came. 
you're even more wonderful in person, which is weird because he's drunk. He probably looks like shit mm-hmm. and he's a little dorky. Yeah, given. she's really sweet. I'm like, oh, this is she's faking. And it. then she like, steps out of the darkness and I still didn't recognize her. But as they go off screen to go on their date, we see coming out from like some hill that was like watching the, the red fox who's the manager of Mystery Kiss and like a fucking zebra or something. Oh, you recognize them. Okay. Yeah, I think he may have also been at the fan event for the idol. So I think it's like this idol girl no one can recognize her because she has mm-hmm. a mask on, mm-hmm. but she can also pretend she can be a, is it honeypot? Is that the term? Maybe. And they would use beautiful babes to catch gangsters or something. I don't know. But I think that's like what they're doing as a side hustle because we do know that the Red Fox manager is, he has something to do with the mob. You know, we heard him talking to somebody about sales or whatever and giving away half of it, it sounded like. And then we just see that, yeah, he's going to follow them on their date. So it seems like Kakihana is going to get scammed, but they're getting scammed because he doesn't really have much money. Honeypot is a... They're not going to like that. Honeypot is a network attached system set up as a decoy to lure cyber attackers to detect, uh, deflect, or study hacking attempts in order to gain unauthorized access to information system. Then the same goes vice versa in which the hacker tries to distract... Yeah, okay. So they try to get you... They try to trap you into... Um, hacking it and then it ends up hacking you back. That's that's the that's the 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 hacker term, Jackie. In espionage fiction, fiction, honeypot or honey trap are terms for an operational practice involving the use of a covert agent, usually female, mm. to create a sexual or romantic relationship to compromise a usually male target. Mm. So it's a little bit more espionagey, but it's similar concept. She's the bait. Uh, and that's where we've ended, right? That's, yep. That's that's the, that's the end of episode three uh, for Odd Taxi. So it's uh, it's quite an intriguing show, and it's got. I don't know if I'm sold on it yet, honestly. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't really feel like anything that interesting is going on for me. It's talking it's, animals. It's what a, more do you it's want? It's a bunch of like little little stories, and then the big story. But I'm not also not that interested. I don't know. I'm not that interested. I like it a lot, and I want to watch all of it. Okay. I would watch more of it, but I want to finish the other stuff that we got to finish Akunohana, which we watched a few more episodes of. Oh, didn't we finish it? No, we have one episode to go, I think. Oh, really? I thought we finished it. No, I don't think we did. Okay. One or two more. Okay, maybe. Okay. Well, I kind of don't like the direction that it's going. (laughs) Miles, did you watch any more Akunohana? No. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, But anyway. Uh yeah, so I thought this show was good. I think it's it's. Uh, and I want to see more of um Kaguya Sama. True, we also have that. But anyway, I would I would continue watching this show. I'll say that. Me too. In a hypothetical, um, I want to see all the animals. I mean, but what, what do you? What, but yeah, what do you like about it? I I said it. I think I think it's a funny show. I like the voice acting performances. I want to know who's genuine and who's scamming might, whom. I, I want to know what the mystery answer is, where I'm, this girl went. I might like it more if I wasn't taking notes, maybe. Because I think taking notes, I ha- I like. I have to like think about what I'm... I have to like... I can't just enjoy the show. I have to watch it. I have to write about what's happening. I have to write thoughts, any thoughts that I have, you know, so I don't forget to say them on the podcast. And the show moves really quickly. The dialogue yeah. is really snappy. I think that you should just take notes on your feelings or reactions and then we should just bring up like a fan wiki summary of it and just go off that. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. I think that's easier than you having to write the events as well because then you're going to miss stuff. But then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a feeling and then I'm not going to know what I'm talking about. 
Well, sometimes I have stuff here that I've written down a lot more than I've said, and sometimes just writing it down helps me remember it when we talk about it later. But I also end up going out of order and stuff. So, mm. like, there's a very funny conversation about how one of the kids, one of the girls, one of the cats only like seems to just use the word yabai every mm-hmm. other word, and she gets made fun of for that, but uh, didn't say it. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> anyway, I also like Miles. Did you catch? There's a restaurant called Goo Goo Curry. Yes, I did catch that, and it made me miss Go-Go Curry. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. I should have gotten that while I was was there. You didn't go into New York, did you? uh, Not this past visit, but while I was there for two weeks. All right, next time you're here, we'll go to Goo-Goo Curry. (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah, that was Odd Taxi. If you have thoughts or want to explain things we missed in these first three episodes, you can go ahead and write to us. We are jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also uh, follow us and mention us or whatever the fuck you want to do on Twitter. We are at JJBPod. And of course, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash JJBPod. Uh, thanks for listening. I know this is a long one. Jackie, thank you for summarizing the show. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Do you want to know what we're watching? I'm asking you two now. Yeah, I do want to know. What are we watching? We're watching, uh, ooh, we're just watching autopsy footage. I don't know how that got on the schedule. No, I'm just kidding. Give me a second here. Oh, yeah. Next week, we will be talking about episodes one to three of Ace of Diamond. Baseball. Baseball. We'll talk to you then. Everyone, have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Spicy, what's the lano